Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. Flying solo this week. It's Richie's turn to lord it right up on holiday. Uh, but everyone's talking today about uh, the craziness in the Oscars overnight. Uh, the first thing I did in bed this morning was just I had to keep watching the video because I couldn't quite believe what I was seeing. You've probably seen it yourself. Uh, Will Smith slapping the host, Chris Rock, in the face in the middle of the awards ceremony. Uh, I mean, it's weird because the Oscars has got more and more boring as years have gone on, but this was certainly out of the ordinary last night. So basically, the long and short of it was uh, uh, Chris Rock made a joke about Will Smith's wife, and that's how these these kind of uh, awards ceremonies are a little bit now. You kind of go there to have the mickey taken out of you, I think, by the host. It's just how it is. Anyway, he made a joke. Uh, Will Smith, who appeared to be laughing at it to start with, next thing you know, he was up onto the stage, slapped Chris Rock. I've never seen anything like it. But like a weird open-handed slap that on freeze frame looks like someone out of the WWE. Uh, and then went back to his seat again and was shouting at him. I literally have never seen anything like it in my life. A couple of things went through my mind. First of all, thank God Ricky Gervais wasn't hosting the Oscars. Otherwise, he'd have needed an armed guard after that. Because you know what Ricky's like. It's fantastic, but it's next level. And then secondly, I don't know if anyone else saw this, uh, there was like loads of, sort of Will Smith then partying doing the rap in the crowd to getting jiggy with it at the Vanity Fair do a little bit later on as if nothing's happened holding on to his Oscar so bizarre it's got to be one of the weirdest things I've ever seen and I thought this takes me right back to when I went to see uh, Morrissey at the Roundhouse years and years and years ago uh, in Camden uh, and he did like two songs then just dropped the microphone and walked off and we were all thinking what, what the hell's going on here and then it couldn't get any weirder David Walliams and Russell Brand and Jonathan Ross then come back on stage to tell everyone that Morrissey's voice is gone and that'll be it that's the end of the gig and loads of people threw bottles and coins at them and stuff like that very strange end to the evening probably the weirdest thing I've seen kind of unfold live and that's what I want to ask you guys about this evening with this huge Oscar story going on what's the strangest thing you have uh, been witness to whether you were there live for it or uh, just happen to see it passing by or you're in a gig or anything goes uh, Charles says uh, he witnessed <laughs> Patrick Stewart laying into James Corden for a shabby appearance at an awards do James trying to give it back creating a very awkward atmosphere in the room sounds terrible Colin says Tramia versus Sunderland when we had a player sent off while preparing to make a substitution and the sub came on for the sent off player the ref legged it off at the end to avoid getting chinned by Peter Reid and Hyder Roger, he says, Bush, early 90s, I witnessed Technotronic having not one but two sound issues at a Capital Radio live event. The crowd booed them off. They came back on to try again an hour later and got booed off before they even took their places. They can be brutal. This text says, I was at a Gary Glitter gig and Michael Aspel came on at the end for This Is Your Life. Turns out they left out quite a bit. Thanks for that. David Swindon says... Nolan Liam having a Barney at Glasgow Barrowlands. Nothing unusual in that, but Liam then disappeared. Noel the Trooper carried on, but he honestly thought there was going to be a riot. Bit of Oasis gossip for you there. Uh, we've got Mark on the line. Mark, what was the craziest thing you've ever seen live? We live in business and we went to a pub in Hale, which is a bit posher. But it, it wasn't too posh. <laughs> I'm just like slightly as I was in my cheeseburger and chips, thinking you can't have that without tomato sauce. Um, and she was like, oh, I've got every sauce going, um, apart from tomato. And uh, I laughed because I obviously thought, you've got to have tomato sauce. <laughs> and, she, and, and, and she didn't. And I, 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 it's taken me a week to, to get over it. <laughs> so <laughs> you, do, do you think she... she, she, she... We have, what pub doesn't have tomato sauce? Do you think, uh, uh, at first, you, you might have just thought it was a one-off, but it sounds like that's their policy. They don't, they don't as, it, it stock tomato sauce. 
yeah, I think it's in a bit of a posher area. I'm in Widnes, and this is Hale, where it's all a bit more it's a bit posher. The posher select live live, live there. So, so uh, yeah, I yeah. can't imagine what uh, I couldn't have a burger dry. You've got to have something on it. So, what did you? Bear in mind, tomato sauce. I had bar, 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 barbecue me me wife sort on quick, and I was like, I can't, like, like, like you said there, you you can't have the burger without anything, and you have the barbecue. So I just think it was not um, posh enough the tomato sauce for them. It was beneath them. I, I love that. I, I love that. In in a phone in on a radio uh, show about uh, the strangest thing you've seen live. Yours is the fact that a pub didn't stock tomato ketchup. Very much, very much. So I was staggered by it. Greg says I was at Hard Rock Calling watching Soundgarden. The lady next to us just decided to whip down her strides and go to the toilet right next to us as we stood listening to Black Hole Sun. The toilets were right there anyway. Thanks for that footnote, Greg. Hopefully, no one's picturing that right now as we speak. Tom says, Yorkshire versus Lancashire, the 2020, the Roses derby, outfielder stopped the boundary, proceeded to throw the ball back to the wicketkeeper. However, the ball never made it. I'm afraid it hit and killed a pigeon in midair. R.I.P. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Let me be very clear and say that I absolutely have come to despise bowls. Unusual nemesis, You'll agree, but they are kind of ruining my life. Let me explain. I'm trying to be better at stacking the dishwasher in our house. I realised uh, that I'm getting a lot of... Uh, it's a bit of a few arguments with Katie, my other half, for not doing it very well. You know you know what it's like. I think this is quite a guy thing. Uh, if you don't want to do something, do it really badly, and then you, you get the responsibility taken off you. That's the kind of route I've been going down, and I'm ashamed of that. But I've realised what it is that makes me hate stacking the dishwasher or do it rubbish, and that's bowls. I don't know what you're supposed to do with them. It genuinely is really stressing me out. Is that what stressing you out? Like, do you put them sideways, on, on like, face up, face down? Then you get really hot water in them that goes all over your socks in the morning. Genuinely hate it. And it's got me questioning the whole existence of bowls. Stay with me on this, stay with me on this. Because, right, do we really need bowls anymore? You remember a couple of weeks ago on Home Time... We had some uh, variety packs of cereal knocking around and me and producer Nick were quite happily having cereal out of teacups during the show. I didn't miss bowls at all. So I just wonder whether we still need them in our lives. And I'm not the only one. Ogie on Twitter says, Bush, it's ridiculous. One soup bowl in our dishwasher. It takes up half of the dishwasher. I feel soup mugs are the way forward. Bowl of ice cream. Have a cone instead. I totally agree. Roy says, that's nothing, Bush. I use small plastic bowls to put some nibbles in for TV viewing at night time. Living the dream. Uh, these things get flipped about in the machine like nobody's business. I usually find them upturned and filled with water after a cycle. Can you see the pain that bowls are causing in people's lives? So look, this is what I want to do this hour. If you have a problem with bowls, first off, get in touch. I hate them too. Maybe we can meet up first Wednesday of every month. Secondly, let's expand this a little bit. What household item or thing would you like to see happily phased out by 2030? Let's have a target for this. I want bowls done and out of our lives by 2030. They've been around for years, donkey years, since like cavemen and that. We can surely have invented someone else, i.e. the mug. Let's have our cereal out of that. But if there's a household item that you're so fed up with, you would like to see it phased out by the year 2030, tell us about it tonight on the show. Colin says, lofts, where you have to walk about like you're on the adventure game or you fall through the ceiling. That's a good point. Surely you'd have to have that whole beams creep along... Tomb Raider thing anymore. Good point, Cole. Paul says, electric toothbrushes. By now, surely they could have designed them to stand out without falling over at the slightest puff of air. And Richard says, 
the little drawer jamming toe rag, a.k.a. Uh, the potato masher. At least make a foldable version for crying out loud or invest in a drawer that you can access another way. He's got a point. This stuff needs to be sorted by the deadline that we set ourselves, 2030. Uh, Mark in Kennington says, though, Bush, you've got to keep bowls because you won't get much spotted dick and custard in a cup or mug. I don't know, though, man. Give it a try. We tried cereal in a cup the other night and it worked. Um, other messages here saying, I would like to see Tupperware gone. Why can't they just invent Tupperware with attached lids instead of having random lids around the house that I can't find the tub for? I know how you feel. We've got Katie on the line. What would you like to see phased out by 2030? Pizza cutters. I just think they're so irrelevant and never sharp enough. They never quite get what you want. You always have to use a knife or I just uh, use scissors. <laughs> you, sorry, just, just to confirm that. Uh, Katie, you use scissors to cut up your pizza, is that right? What, what a romantic moment that must be in the kitchen before you eat. <laughs> yeah, just get the scissors out. When I first got with my boyfriend, he thought I was absolutely mental. And then we went to Donnell Monday and they'd had actual proper pizza scissors. They were great. Wowee. I mean, that must be a, a hell of a sight to see you there with the, the, the big scissors that everyone has in their kitchen drawer just snipping away at a pepperoni. That must be an eye-watering sight. So the worst thing is about a pizza cutter thing as well is that when you do a few rolls on it and it doesn't quite work out, it makes terrible tram lines, which ruins the pizza as well, doesn't it? Yeah, and I feel like when you've got toppings on your pizza, it just... It just doesn't get through the chicken properly or anything like that. It's a nightmare. This text says, uh, guys, I want to phase out electrical cables for anything. Whoever invents it and way forward from these annoying trip-over items will be the next billionaire. Still working on it. I'll keep you posted. Uh, what we're talking about tonight is what item, what household item or thing would you like to see phased out by the year 2030? A vented quite big style earlier on uh, about my dislike of bowls. Maybe it's something different that winds you up. Right, we've got Kenny on the line. Kenny, mate, uh, what thing would you like to see phased out that winds you up? Oh, cling film. <laughs> what, what's wrong with cling film? What's your problem with that? What's right with it? Uh, always sticks to you. Uh, yeah. Never goes on properly. You can never find the end. You can never cut it off properly. Once you put it in the fridge, it's always slipping off what you put over it. Just use foil. Get rid of that. It's rubbish. It's a good point. And, you know, people still use it. It's been around for years. But it doesn't really work properly, does it, Kenny? No, it's disgusting. I hate it. I really, really hate it. I won't have it in my house. I've never spoken to anyone who's got that much of a dislike for cling film before, but I kind of like it. Oh, it's, 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 uh, if I could slap the face of the person that invented it, I'd happily do that. <laughs> so you want it out of here, 2030, something else instead. You're saying foil is a, is a worthy replacement. Follows the way forward. Uh, cheers for your comments and suggestions about things that we need to phase out by the year 2030. I've got to go back to our caller, Katie, from a little bit earlier on, because we had quite a few tweets in about her. Remember her? She was phoned in to say that she wants to get rid of pizza cutters because they're not fit for purpose. Although she did give away that one of the problems that she'd been having with the pizza cutter is that it won't cut through her chicken pizza. And it has sparked quite a bit of reaction. Juan says, uh, the last caller, Katie, needs to have a word with herself. Chicken on a pizza is the devil's work. And Papa Meat says, Bush, where on earth do you get these people from? Chicken on a pizza for crying out loud. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. It's all thanks to the must-see family movie Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It's in cinemas on Friday. 
It's bigger and better than before, with twice as much action and twice as many characters, including fan favourites Tails and Knuckles. We've been asking you to head to our website, absoluteradio.co.uk, to register to play. You'll also find the terms and conditions on there as well, if you fancy a bit of a read on a Monday. But someone who's done just that is the lovely Georgie, who's on the line right now. Georgie, how are you doing? Hi there, yeah, I'm good, thanks. Uh, is it where are you based and have you had nice weather today so far? Uh, yeah, I'm in um, North Hearts and it's been, yeah, it's been nice, sunny. Really, what have cold. you been doing? Running through the fields, uh, sunbathing, <laughs> going for a nice walk, what have you been doing? No, I'm studying at the moment. Oh, what are you studying for? Business, just a course in business and accounting. And give, give, give us the title of the latest subject that you've been studying just so that everyone can kind of uh, swig their uh, vodka or scotch a little bit harder. Um, well, just like bookkeeping, so, you know, profit and loss and balance sheet and stuff. Okay, hang in there, Georgie. We need to win you this competition. Here are the rules, need, right? You need, need a break. I need some excitement. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Here are the rules, right? Because Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is all about Sonic versus Baddie Knuckles, it means our game is all about speed versus strength. So we've got two options for you to win yourself £1,000. Option one, you can answer five questions in 30 seconds. Go with the speed angle. For every question you get right, you win £200. Or go for kind of strength, answer one really tough question, and you'll have 10 seconds on the clock, and we've got to take your first answer. So you're going to go for speed or strength, Georgie? Um, I think I'll go for the easier questions, please. Okay, you're going to go for speed. Best of luck. Yeah. 30 seconds on the timer. Here we go. Which Las Vegas band released the single Mr. Brightside? The Killers. Yes. Madrid is the capital of which European country? Spain. Yes. Who is the highest goal scorer in the history of men's English Premier League? Um, I don't know, uh, Stephen Gerrard? No, Alan Shearer. Edam is associated with which food group? Uh, cheese. Yes. Sonic the Hedgehog is what colour? Blue. Yes, just in the nick of time. Hey, that's not bad. You just got one wrong. That was Alan Shearer, which means, Georgie, uh, with your, your business bookkeeping thing, get rid of that. You've just won yourself 800 quid. Oh, that's brilliant. Thank you. What are you going to do with your money to celebrate this evening, Georgie? How are you going to party? Well, you always say we have to have a takeaway, so I'll go with that. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway.